It's a large freighter looking ship, but it looks very organic. It's got sort of bark like and petrified wood like. Just, yep, need some starship fuel. <laughs> Does anybody have space AAA? I don't want to push it, but I kind of want to crowd surf them back to the cave. Shame on you. I didn't know that Kerr needed children. She seems so fulfilled. I've got instincts of must protect little people. As enticing as the Devil Beast is, I think the pirates, we should at least start there. Welcome, one and all, to the Die by the Dice podcast. We're an actual play tabletop RPG in Starfinder. Thank you for joining us in our space adventure. I'm John. I'll be the GM for this game. I'm Tom. I play Lycos 9, the android Solarian. I'm Brent, and I play Sparks, the Ahsoki mechanic. I'm Jessica, and I'm playing Noemi Domash, the Lashinta Technomancer. And I'm Lisa. I play Kerr Sylvanen, a Vesk soldier. All right, so you're going to head towards the pirates to try to make contact with them. How are you going to find out about where they are? The You know that the crew of the Black Star kind of has a rough idea of their territory, more or less, but you haven't really gotten any confirmation about them. How are you going to seek them out? Well, I think, obviously, we would... Um we would see, I think, is it Elish that's the tracker? Yes. So we'll see if, if Elish is willing to join us to help try to uh, narrow down where the pirates might be. Okay, he says. A cat man, a few words. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Um, so I'll, and I'll ask if anybody else is, wants to join us um, from the Black Star. Uh, I assume the captain's still alive, but Gianna's kind of second in command at this point. Yes, Jonna, you know, was the first mate of the ship. Okay. And she has sort of taken the leadership role in the captain's convalescence. So I'll, do, I'll, I'll ask Jonna if, if she or any of her crewmates uh, want to join us in our attempt to retrieve fuel from the pirates. Sage responds, I think I'll stay here. I'm curious about these creatures and wish to study them somewhat. Don't try to speak to them. I give, <laughs> I say... Especially in Vesk. No, I do not speak Vesk, so that is fine. But their habits are interesting, although their attention to me I find somewhat worrisome. And Tell them not to eat him. Her. Her. Gren says, <laughs> I'm safe now. Why would I go back out there? Have fun. And gives you a little wave. They can eat him. Gianna says, if you need me, I can come with, but I, I feel like I just need to stay with my crew. Keep an eye on everybody. I understand, but um, I think if, as long as we have Elish to help us um, try to track them down, I, it may help. Hopefully there won't be an altercation. We can simply talk this out like adults. Oh, you mean like so often happens in all of our adventures. Exactly. Yeah. These pirates will probably be very level-headed and completely understanding. Yeah, like most pirates. If they want to live. Oh, yeah. Concur, can you make sure that your little McCall can um, get us back here at some point when we come, when we return? Ah, yes, I will. I will ask. Wow. Sorry. Didn't mean to bump your thing. You're fine. I will talk to Karakti. Karakti? Mm -hmm. I will talk to Karakti and ask for him to leave someone as uh, on watch or to come with us so that we can have a guide back. To where do you head, great one? To the enemy camp, we might be able to make them not our enemy or take what we need from them. He says, we call that place the Circle of Death. Our 
folk have been barred from there. Barred how? I have ordered them not to approach, but they can take you. That will be helpful. Yes, those, please. Those foes will be no match for you. I have no doubt. You can strike them down with your righteous wrath. Fury and glory. Fury and glory, great one. And he bows and then issues orders in his native tongue. And a few of the others sort of up to. You have about a half dozen of them as a crew, including the one that found you initially still. Can I talk to him? You can try. Okay. I'll approach him and be like, um, first finder, what do I call you? Because none of them speak Vesk, I was told. They understand, but they don't speak. Or none of them have so far. He speaks in its native tongue to, or in his native tongue to Karakti, who says, translates to you and says, this one called Outrider, but... Outrider? Yes. It, as you may remember, they have titles, not names. So they're sort of named for their job, more or less. He says, if you wish to honor this one with a title, it would be very gracious of you, great one. Can I, can I name him? Then, or give him give him a title, not name him, but bestow upon him the the title of finder. Okay, what's the best word for finder? Califino. I'm asking you to make it I'll up. Make one up. Infi. Karakti turns back to now Infi and speaks to him in his native tongue, and then Invesk says, "The Great One has spoken, and you are Infi now." And the body language is like beaming. I made him happy. I hope this is not going to have bad repercussions. <laughs> I feel like I'm seriously messing with a, a native culture and I feel it's like a funny. bad person. But they're cute. All right. So with the half dozen of them, including Infi and then five others whose names or titles you are not been made aware of, you have been led from the chamber and they begin bringing you towards the circle of death. All right. Here we go. I feel like this whole planet is just the circle of death. Yeah. Kind of a sphere of death. Yeah. All right. So with the guides you have, I'm going to go ahead and give you all plus eight on your survival checks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to need you to make a survival check for overland travel. Who has the best survival? No, all of you. This is like... Aww, <laughs> there are still kind of individual dangers you may have to deal with. Mm. Let's see how many things are going to try to eat me this time. Oh, Lots. 20 of them. <laughs> Ooh, oodles. 28 total for me. 11. 22. With a plus 8? Oh, with plus 8. Sorry, 19. Oh, right. Okay. So I was just like, the hell's your minus? (laughs) (laughs) In that case, uh, 21. Okay. I was going to say, you have pretty high skill levels. Even rolling a 2, I know you're not like flatlining here, but... It worked out. So all of you managed to navigate safely the kind of ambient environmental hazards. So Elish kind of throws up a, a little stop sign and says, tracks, patrols, and then points to a section of like disturbed foliage. Infi kind of taps your leg, Kerr, and then make a sense motive check. 13. All right. He begins gesturing, trying to communicate something to you, but doesn't seem to be successful. You're not quite sure what he's trying to say. Oh, I pay attention very closely. I'm trying to listen. Okay. Uh, it seems like he's very riled up about something. Scared or like really just wants me to get this message? Uh, it's tough to tell because you failed the check. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer. Anybody else got to go at it? Proximity? 
Uh, everyone else can get a check, but you're going to at minus four okay. for not being really the subject of the... Oops, behind. It's a 14. Uh, so that's going to be 15 total. 16. 11, yeah. Okay. Uh, Lycos 9, you seem to get the fact that the Infi seems to be communicating danger to the lot of you. Mm-hmm. That there's danger ahead. He's afraid. Alish, have you seen tracks like this before? Humanoid. We must be coming up on the circle of death, is what they call it. Oh, that's comforting. Yeah, well, what on this planet is. True. But we should be extra cautious from here on out. Can we see the camp at this point, or is it hear it anything? Not yet. Okay. Like us, be prepared to uh, put on your best airs and... Try to get these pirates on our side. I nod. I also douse my moat. All right. So as you move forward, you get about another quarter mile or so, and then the McCall stop following. They give you sort of a parting, not really wave, but they kind of hold their hands out. Like, we'd follow if we could is sort of the thing they're trying to communicate, but they stop at sort of a predetermined space. Uh, You guys go about another quarter mile forward. I give them pats before I go. Okay, they all seem bolstered by this and seem even more heartbroken. They aren't able to follow. And Pat's like, it's okay. <laughs> yes, but okay. it seems like they're, it's not really helping. Like, oh. They feel like they're torn between order and duty. I made them sad. You go about another quarter mile and then find the tree line just kind of cuts off. Uh, you see about a two-mile stretch by your rough approximation, and then you see a ship, mostly intact but clearly like beached effectively. It's not destroyed, but it's crippled enough where it doesn't seem like it's going to be able to rise again on its own power. And it's next to a small mountainous hillside. Uh, The reason you can see it is because the forest between where you are now and it has just been turned to mulch, presumably by ship weapons. There's a about 180 degree arc where the forest has just been plowed, giving you clear lines of sight to the ship. Uh, The ship itself her you recognize as Tavarian Stormlord, a class of Vesk ships, uh, a heavy cruiser, in fact. How big is it? It would be a huge size category for ships, so dwarfing the little gep that you came from. Crew capacity? Between 20 and 100 for crew. Hmm. The emblems of the free captains are clearly visible along its side. I share this information with the crew. Okay. I mean, you can all clearly see the, yeah. the ship. At least from the this approach, uh, stealth would be challenging, to say the least. You don't really have the luxury of environmental cover. Okay, let me look at my invisibility to see how long I can be invisible. Long enough to get past two miles? Yeah. You, you may be able to sort of take a long way around and come up over the mountain, right. but that's going to have some additional challenges to it. Right. You said it was sort of an arc. Can we at least get closer so that we're not... At the top end of the arc? Can we go from the side a little bit? Would no. that narrow the distance or it's the same distance? Well, you might be able to kind of cut along the, the side of the arc. It looks like they've sort of just swept their ship's guns <laughs> sort of back and forth over a period of time and bulldozed more or less the foliage into the effective range of the weaponry. It must have taken them a while. Yeah, I can only be invisible for six minutes. Run! <laughs> Yeah, you'd have to be a pretty... That'd be like a world-class distance runner kind of speed. 
Because presumably, even if you're invisible, when you run, you, you're kicking up dust and mm. don't trip or fall on anything because it's mulch. It's probably not the most Yeah, it's fairly uneven footing. terrain. Ugh. So what's the plan, squad? What do you want to do, Captain? Oh, I think you're the captain now, Captain. Do you have any kind of illusionary thing where we can like <laughs> yes. pretend to have some somebody walk out into the open and see if they get immediately shot, which is my prediction? No, I don't have anything like that. I have ghost sound, but and I also have unseen servant, but he's obviously unseen. unseen. Bummer. <laughs> can we put a wig on him? <laughs> <laughs> Just like cover the unseen servant with leaves. So I did actually make a ghillie suit. We could put the ghillie suit on the unseen servant and just have him walk out. All right, real quick. I think the unseen servant is like a point of force, not like an not invisible guy. Not a corporeal guy. dude, yeah. No, I was going to say, he only has a strength score of two, so it can lift up to 20 pounds. Which would be sufficient for the ghillie suits, strictly yeah. speaking. And I can order him to just walk forward. But what's the distance you can... So it would be like it'd be like if you sort of draped it on a coat hanger yeah. and then moved it forward. It wouldn't be like filling out a humanoid shape, right? Right. And what would we actually achieve with this? Find out if they're watching. I think is the goal. But we would also sort of announce our presence. So I'm not sure if that's what we want to go with. If we're going to go for stealth, we should probably think of a different plan. There, yeah, it would put them on alert, which may not be what we want. But yeah. they would be alerted. The wrong direction is the other side of it. They'd be looking in the arc, potentially. But we also don't know how many of them there are. That's true. You have been told there's upwards of 20 of them. Right. Okay. We know at least there's one less. One got eaten by that dinosaur mosquito monster thingy. I forget. Does anybody have, like, binoculars or a scope or anything that we could, like, look and see? I don't think any of them made it out of the gap. If you did at some point. Our supplies took a beating. Yeah. So I think the probably the safest bet would be to, okay, so there's a couple of uh, schools of thought. I mean, they do seem probably like they're the shoot first, ask questions later kind. Probably. So it'd probably be not best to send someone out to like, oh, we come in peace. Like, no, they don't care. <laughs> um, so we may want to walk and get try to get closer to the ship undercover, but try to stay probably close to the tree line so that we're not too far into the forest full of things. That hate us? We could check out the mountains, see what kind of challenges we'd be willing to face or not face, depending on what the terrain is like or if we run into anything. Uh, it might be harder, might be easier, might be nothing, but doesn't hurt to check it out. I'm guessing that's really our only good bet. Yeah. So we're going to skirt around the edge of the cleared out space. Okay, heading toward the mountains. Being stealthy enough not to be seen, hopefully. Okay, let me go ahead and get stealth checks from everybody. Uh, you're going to get a plus four by Elish's training and instruction. And then I'm going to need a survival check from the best of you. Okay, that's stealth. Ooh, just a 13 on stealth for me. I think, Brent, you have the best survival. Oh, man, that's not good. <laughs> um, what's, right, what's, what's your no. survival? Well, it's 11. Like, it is good, but I tend to roll badly, so oh. that's the bad part. Can I give him help? Yes, you can assist. Uh, you roll If you roll above a 10 on your survival check, he gets plus two. So that's plus my total bonus? Yeah. He gets a bonus. Sweet. 
Okay, so the stealth went well. Actually, you said it was plus four from Elish? That's correct. Okay, so 31 for stealth for me. Did you include the plus four on yours, Kerr? For a stealth? Yeah. What did I say? You said 13. I don't know. Well, I only got a nine on my stealth. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> With the plus four? Yeah. Yowza. Ooh. All right. Yeah. And Tom? <laughs> 31. <laughs> Man, He's you're invisible. like a jungle shadow. <laughs> Meanwhile, the captain, trop, trop, yeah. trop. <laughs> I imagine like she's skirting along the edges and like running into every bush and like <laughs> causing them all to like shake. They it's can't the wind. See me. I can't see them. So, like a, uh, Elish kind of catches your eye like once Rolled or twice his. during the travel to the base of the mountain and just gives you like a nod of like respect. <laughs> uh, and I then. I also got a 31. Did you? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't hear that part. I was like, hey. <laughs> So yeah, Sparks, you'll also receive sort of a respectful I'm nod. I'm so good, he didn't even notice me to nod. <laughs> but all of you catch him like visibly wince, like nails on a chalkboard. Every time Noemi is like smashing through a bush or breaking a branch, every like cracked cracked ground twig, he, he like his hackles raise and yeah. he just kind of bristles and he kind of cuts you a look like, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> just like, I, I didn't see all of those twigs that I stepped on in a row. <laughs> Like, I imagine, like, I stepped on one twig, and I'm like, oh, and, like, I try to, like, regain my balance, and I, oh, I stepped on another twig. Oh, crap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so survival, then? Am I doing the survival role? You are. Yes, and I'm giving you a bonus because I got above what he told me to get. Okay. Oh, that's still pretty good. So, uh, plus that. So, 25. 25. Survival. Excellent. So, you find a way up the mountain that looks a little bit less physically intensive, uh, you can sort of use some of the the trees to your advantage to scale it. Okay. It's a fairly, it's a fairly cliffy bit of mountain, very rocky, very cliffy. Uh, not so much like a gradual hill, but actual like hand over hand climbing. Um, you're also with that survival check notice that up along the the first climbing route, you can see a partially concealed booby trap, ah. uh, essentially like a claymore mine, set into. The most direct climbing route. Is there a way to reach it without, like, outside the range that would trigger it? It would be a more difficult climb to try to get around it to get to it, but somebody can try to do so. So it's an easy climb. The, the, you've picked out an easily an easy climbing route. If you want to try to get to one of the booby traps, it'll be challenging. So whoever's your climber can what try to do acrobatics so. Acrobatics or athletics? Athletics. athletics. I've got. Decent athletic. Yours should be pretty good, yeah. I've got eight athletics. Oh, Twelve. So like it is. Yeah, I think it might be. Don't you, get blown up. Well, is there another way of doing this? Like you said, it's it's how far away from us? Oh, it's like about a quarter of the way up the cliff face. You managed to find it, kind of okay. tucked tucked in there. Like how far in feet? Like could I remote hack it or something? Oh, no, it's probably about 70 feet or so. Oh, okay. Are it's we also, trying to disarm it, or are we trying to, like, get the explosive? I was thinking disarm it and try to keep it. That's what, like, if we can get it, but if it's not set up to be got, depends on the trap, I suppose. Yeah. It's supposed to get, not get got. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Like, if it's not set up in such a way that we can gain material, because nice explosive, but if it's not worth it, then we might just want to avoid... I am the one who gets. <laughs> so if I can't remote hack, well, could I not remote hack it because of the distance or because of 
like the nature of the trap. You can't do it from the distance here. You spot the trap, but you can't tell its nature from this distance. Now that we know that there's traps, can we keep a lookout for more? Yes. If you're actively searching, you can make perception checks while you climb. Uh, The first perception check has essentially already been solved by Sparks's looking out. Nice. But as you get closer, you can either trust your passive perception is high enough or you can actively search. I'm going to be actively searching because the pirates clearly know that this is their weak side and have probably planned accordingly. Yeah. If we set it off, we're probably going to alert them too. So. Probably. Probably. I mean, I mean probably. <laughs> so. I mean, they could all be napping at the same time. But. They could be. You don't know. I doubt Maybe it. they're all dead. <laughs> also that. So what's the plan? Is Lycos going to climb up and try to check the trap out? I think it's the best we've got. Hey, Lycos, how do you feel about climbing up there? Unless Ren can climb. <laughs> and his weird Ren, will need to, Ren will need to be carried. He is incapable of scaling this okay, on his own. I figured. I'll tell him to hang on to my shoulders and I'll, I'll backpack him up there. He is incapable of hanging on. Yeah. Oh, he's like, that weak, yeah. If you think about, so just Even to make sure. his little legs, he can't just like perch? So the little legs just kind of, they just lift him up essentially so he can walk. Think like a, a ball, like a total sphere with like four little corner points he can't really grip on anything he can uh, just i imagined his little legs differently yeah i kind of pictured him like a weird little spider thing yeah like he, little little pincers he's kind of a weird little spider but if you think of sort of curved legs kind of popping out of the ball that's uh, what it looks like okay. so it can kind of elevate but not really grip more like the turrets from portal kind of yeah yeah okay all right like us yeah i'll do it 13 and do you get your bonus from your no, gravity 14. okay Get ready to teleport out of there if it explodes. Yeah. All right. You have a hard time finding purchase on the cliff face. You don't really get high enough to put yourself in any falling danger in this case. You just kind of have a, a rough start. So you can try again, but... I rolled a one. I can't do worse. Yeah. <laughs> you make a bunch of commotion as you try to get up there and a bunch of like rocks kind of fall beneath you. 23. All right. You ascend up the cliff face, taking the harder route, and manage to come across the booby trap from the backside. It looks like a tripwire-based mine, a sort of dummy mine, not something Sparks could remotely hack by the looks Mm -hmm. of it. The tripwire could possibly be diffused or the mine disabled. Uh, You can use engineering to try to disable it or safely trigger it from behind. It's a unidirectional or sort of a cone-based thing, so you're behind it right now and are totally safe from it. And if I'm not trained in engineering... Then you can't try to disarm the mine. <laughs> can Sparks talk me through it? I'll allow it. Okay. So basically, <laughs> what do we red wire or blue wire. Say, <laughs> so what's so, your bonus on engineering? Uh, eighteen. Damn, nice. <laughs> so he's got this backwards and forwards, but can he do it with like us nine? I was going yeah, to say we have our headsets, so it's not like you have to yell up. Right. And he's probably even close enough that you could have your little psychic link with all all of us going at oh, this point. Depends on how high up he is. Okay, so if Sparks is going to walk you through it, uh, you're going to use your dexterity mod, Tom, with half of his ranks in engineering. So what are your ranks? Uh, I have six ranks in engineering. So three plus two, so five. All right. 21. Hey. All right, that's going to be good enough. You managed to defuse the bomb. That could have gone so badly. (laughs) Yay, it worked out. I mean, he was... Behind the mine, right? So, like, it still wouldn't have hurt him. Yeah. Maybe a little. If you're working on it, it might blow your hands off. (laughs) So, you have directional mine. Plus one directional mine. (laughs) Put that in your back pocket. 
No. Or maybe don't. On the front of it, it says this side towards enemy in like three different languages. <laughs> Onward and upward. So everyone else can take the easy route now because this, this bomb has been diffused. If you travel up higher than this, like I said, you're about Perception. a quarter of the way. Perceptions are required. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Eight. Ten. So... To climb. Are we doing perception or oh, climb first? I was doing perception. Is that climb or perception? Well, you can't really perceive till you climb up there. Yeah. Okay. So climb has to go first? Yeah. Do I keep the roll? Yep. That's a 10. 18 climb. So the climb for me is 13. Yeah, I okay. got a 10. I got a 10. So Lycos is able to continue climbing upwards. Everyone else is stymied by the first leg of the hillside. Right. 14 perception. 14 perception. You don't find any further traps on this section. 11 climbing. One way or another, you don't find any traps. <laughs> well, that's good. He rolled dice. Are we re-rolling the climb then? Yes, everyone else can. That's much better. Me too. 24. 20 total. 11. All right. Uh, Noemi seems to be stymied by this first section. I'll be like, um, do you guys maybe need me just to you know stay down here and uh, <laughs> keep, rope? keep, keep uh, look out or... <laughs> No, come on, Captain. Yeah, it's kind of like sandstone You get about halfway up, and sometimes like, rock will break away, and you kind of yeah. slide back down. Fortunately, you're not climbing up high enough to hurt yourself yet. Can if, I, like... If Kerr were to give her a boost, like, could like we kind of aid Noemi? Like, yeah. There's a handhold over here. Exactly. Yeah, with uh, a little bit of help from your friends, you can get a plus four on the check. Okay. So Goodbye. that's going to be a 20 this time. All right, that's going to be good enough. Okay. So you're about a third of the way up the hillside. Okay. So Lycos has made it two-thirds of the way up and found no further traps on that section. Can I check? You'll have to oh, yeah, check again? and climb. Climb so first? So make both. Mm -hmm. uh, either way. All right. 19 to climb. Okay. That'll get you up there. And perception for finding traps. 16. Probably not good enough. All right. Maybe uh, good enough? You do find a trap. Ooh. As, as it, it blows up. No! <laughs> so go ahead and make a reflex saving throw, Kerr. Ooh, 21. Probably good. Is that not enough to get my face not blown off? Not your moneymaker. <laughs> not the face. I'm getting blown up. Also, we're alerting the pirates, so get ready. Yeah, they know now. Okay. So Kerr, as you're climbing up, you grab one of the handholds and it sort of falls away and you can see it was tied to a line. Uh, as you, the handhold falls away, you hear like a click and then a boom. You manage to sort of just drop your grip and fall about four feet quickly and grab on with your talons. Um, but you're going to suffer 13 points of damage in the process. Any consequences for the rest of us? No, the rest of you are climbing in your own routes. Okay. So none of the rest of you are affected. There's a few like rocks bouncing off people, but not really... You're not terribly impacted. Okay. So you're about halfway, you're all about halfway up this mountainside now. Uh, you can continue going up, go down, but you're, right now you're pretty well exposed on this hillside. What's mm -hmm. the plan? Oh, do you say we're two thirds up? I'm going to keep climbing the rest of the way. Athletics from you, Lycos, and perception if you want to keep looking for traps. 30. Nice, very well. Mm -hmm. Little spider monkey there. Mm -hmm. 13 on the perception. Ooh. One more level and I don't even have to climb. I can just walk up the mountain. Mm -hmm. All right, you don't find any traps. You live a blessed yeah. life and make it to the top. <laughs> I guess I'll keep climbing too. Oh, I did not do very well. Uh, I think that's a nine on the climb. All right, make a reflex save. 
24. All right, you fall about eight or so feet, but manage to grab another little handhold. Uh, you suffer five points of damage. When I see him fall, I tag the comm. Don't you have jet boots? Yeah, I'm going to hang on to those just in case. Noemi, what was so yours? So it dawns on Noemi that she's like, why am I climbing like a pedestrian? <laughs> I can fly. <laughs> and she casts flight on herself and just goes to the top. <laughs> you have fly? <laughs> yes, I do. After like three Hold failed up. checks. Can you cast it on more than one person? Because in other editions, you can do that. Ren! We can have a little flying robot. I feel like that's a waste of the other casting. <laughs> but it's cool. <laughs> Just imagining like a little cannonball now, basically. <laughs> Sick him, Ren. Yeah. Put those blades on like Tom suggested. Yeah. <laughs> like a little Roomba with a knife tape to it. <laughs> Like well, that would make it more sphere from Phantasm. Yeah, that's flying with blades in the front of it. Nice. Oh, Those things just punch holes in people's heads. I can cast it on myself or one willing or unconscious creature. Yeah, it's, some additions, uh, depending on the level you're casting at, you mm. can cast it on U+. That's why I was asking. All right, shall I or? re-roll on the climb again, I guess? Don't fall. So Noemi makes it safely to the top. You don't have to worry about booby traps because you're flying. I just kind of nod at her when she finally reaches the top. Couldn't have done that sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it, it's new. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. All right, Kerr. Okay. Ooh. 13 athletics. Okay, you don't... Uh, it's not enough to make you fall, but it is enough where you don't really progress. All right, next round. Much better. That's 22. And perception for uh, trap finding? Passive is 23. Oh, so. okay. Well, so hey. you do find another claymore effectively tucked in along the route you were planning on uh, traversing. Okay. But your roll is high enough where you're able to move around it and essentially dodge it if you want to. If you want to interact with it, then you can do so as well. Okay. Um, interact with it in the sense of trying to get around and disarm it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will do that to try to help her out because you've got to climb still okay uh engineering but dex instead of intelligence okay so that's 26 all right that's enough to dis- disarm it you have another oh yes <laughs> very excited about this so the the way it's set up with a firing mechanism now is via the trip line mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily the only means of activation it would require some modification but you could attach a remote detonator to it or a timer or something like that if you wanted to <laughs> I like this. Okay. Kerr, I'm going to need one more for you. All right. That's better. That's better. All right. 25. All right. You're all at the top of the mountain. Uh, from here, you'd be able to... It looks like scaling down the mountain would be easier than getting up it. And you can see from this side that was blocked by the ship previously, there seems to be a fairly large cave that's on this hillside, kind of opposite where you came up. Is there any cover immediately? Can we hide so that the whole explosion thing might blow over? Or is well, somebody like, rushing out with a gun? While I was waiting for them all to come up, um, I would have probably been looking to see what kind of movement are we seeing from the camp. Okay, you don't really see a, like a camp per se, um, but you do see some amount of power still in place in the ship. Uh, you can see like some, some running lights and things like that. But do I see what looks like the guns starting to like power up, move... Or people moving around. There are three people who have come to the top of the ship and seem to be kind of looking around. You can't really get a good, too good a look at them given your your distance, but they do assume they're moving like they're humanoids. 
Okay, I definitely plan on not standing at the top of this hill and probably like trying to lay flat. They do seem like they've been alerted, but don't necessarily know where you are in particular. We're hiding. Well, I can also, I mean, because my flight lasts for six minutes. So depending on how long all this takes, I can always, I could fly down too. What's the plan? So does there seem to be anybody coming out of the cave or any light in the cave from where we are? You can see the cave kind of from above, so you can't really get too much detail of it. Just that it exists, more or less. I'm going to carefully like lower myself down to it to look inside okay uh that would be on the essentially the face where the ship is so right. you'd have no cover while doing so okay just want to make sure you're aware of that yes. before you say i got you or anything like that okay are you leaving cover i am okay so noemi you begin floating down ever so gracefully or i guess you could be zooming if you wanted to what's your how are you approaching it let's see what's my speed so yeah i'll try to do this quickly Okay, gotcha. You get, as you swoop down, you get towards the front of the cave and inside you can see a series of like lights have been sort of strung up inside. Uh, the cave is pretty good size and it looks like it's been converted into uh, a, a dwelling or habitat of some kind. Then suddenly, as you're kind of swooping down, you are pulled uh, powerfully to the ground and smashed into the stone floor. That is unfortunate. Into uh, the cave or into the ground? On the ground. Okay. Like you're... You're pulled a little bit into the uh, the cave, but a lot onto the ground. Okay. Uh, you can make a reflex or fortitude save to try to reduce the damage. Duck and roll. Reflex it is. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 21. Okay. Nice. You're going to take 10 points of damage. Okay. Whew. I assume we hear like a thud from up top. You hear a thud and then probably like a little yelp of some kind and then her comms cut off. I'm going for it. All right. How are you going for it? I'm before that. Explain the terrain, because I'm confused. Can I get to it from here? Because she had to fly to get there. So you're on kind of like a cliff overlooking a fairly steep, almost sheer drop. And at the bottom of this drop, there is like a little platform, like an outcropping. And the cave is on that outcropping. This is on like the backside of what we just climbed up? Yeah, you climbed up side one and on side two, which is overlooking the uh, starship. Is where the cave is. Hmm. How far of a drop is it if I just sort of jumped off the cliff? If you just sort of jumped off, it'd be about an 80 foot drop. Whew. Okay. Jeez. Maybe not. Could you, you, that. Well, can I slide down it? How sheer is it? It would be more of a fall than a slide. Hmm. Why you gotta. <laughs> Do you, you have like feather fall through your gravity adjustment, can't you? Uh, I believe so. How much damage would I take if I jumped off an 80 foot cliff? 86. <laughs> So it 40. might be 8d10. I'd have to double check Starfinder rules. Okay. Traditionally, I could survive most, that. <laughs> yeah. In most D&D systems, it's d6 per 10 feet. That's what that's one of the arguments I make for like move away from D&D realism because barbarians can orbital drop and survive because it also caps out at 100 feet. That's awesome. <laughs> I really want to play a barbarian now. <laughs> also, like, but like it's not even that high of a level. If you think about a barbarian, like sixth level can survive terminal velocity falls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they roll really badly, no, but like max hit point barbarian at sixth level can survive a terminal velocity fall. Yeah. Can't they like have the damage through through their, like if they were Potentially. in the end or something? Yeah. I'm angry. <laughs> Drop me at a planet. <laughs> I imagine them all doing like the hero landing. Oh, yeah. Boom. And then they never walk again because they <laughs> their knees buckled out. Yeah. They don't need knees. A little DBZ oh. crater. I can re- <laughs> yeah. As a reaction when I fall, I can reduce my falling damage by half. Can you oh, reduce okay, anybody cool. else's falling damage? No. Darn. So 
you can do that. I've got jet boots to cut the fall damage. You just leap. Well, can we climb? Or <laughs> we to... No, you can climb down. I just wanted to... Oh, okay. When people say things like, I go for it, I'm not sure what, yeah. what they mean by I, I go for it. I did not understand the, the terrain. Okay. Because I thought it was like, all right, like down around this boulder. I didn't know it was an 80-foot straight down drop. <sighs> I'm still going to try to go down the cliff. So you said it's more of a drop than a fall if we slide, but does that mitigate any of basically the falling damage since we're not like... Can I hook my claws in and do like the weird scrape down the ball the, thing? Like, I mean, I know physics may not yeah. be on our side, but it's like a kind of a, ver- a variation of the like sail slide thing. It may reduce it slightly, but it's still a pretty high, far plummet. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious. I know you're not sure if it's D6 or D10. If it's like... It's D6 and it may reduce it by one effectively. That's part of it. That's basically what I was asking. Okay. No, I wasn't like, it reduces it to 2d6. No, uh, I was figuring one, maybe two if I was lucky. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to try to like use your claws to yep. slide down? Okay. I'm going after the cap. So I'm going to need a very good athletics check from you. And I mean a very good one. Not great. It's a 20. Not good enough. Darn. All right. So what do you got for me? I'm going to try, I'm going to uh, whip out my spear and basically try a variation of what she's doing, but assisting myself with my gravity alteration. Okay. So at the very least, like whatever damage I do take is going to be halved, but I am still trying to like slow my own descent. Okay. Given your skill set, the DC is still going to be fairly high, but not quite as high. That's not great. You and me like us, we're going down. <laughs> I'm not Because of the danger level in this. Could I be fully graviton attuned? <laughs> no. <laughs> Although I will let you start graviton attuning given the... the, the oh shit moment. <laughs> you have a teleporting belt. Teleport to the bottom. It's only 30 foot teleport. Darn. Well, and you it, could teleport down 30 feet and then fall, only fall like, 50 feet. I was going to say, fall for 50 and then teleport to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> teleport twice. Fall all the way. And then I'm just ignoring them impact, and doing what I want to do. 30 feet up. Oh, and then, so it's like going it. to be... 16. Okay, that's not good enough, unfortunately. No, I didn't think it was. Yeah. And then, Sparks, what are you doing? Uh, Sparks is going to leap out into the chasm and then fire his jet boots right before he hits the ground. Okay, make a piloting check to pre- perform this maneuver safely. Roll better than Tom did. So I'm going to use one of my re-rolls on that. Oh, that's that such a good garbage. thing. Garbage. <laughs> oh, I don't wish I could do that. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, one higher. So I get two re-rolls now. <laughs> That's a good thing, considering your first re-roll kind of sucked. And I'm going to try the other dice. We'll see how that... Or die. That's oh, much, much better. better. Okay. Uh, that's a 21 Ooh. total. Okay. Sounds good. Burn both of the re-rolls on that one. Oh, boy. That's worth it. So as you all roll down, uh, Kerr, you're not really able to get good purchase with your claws. I tried. And end up kind of bouncing down the side. Uh, Lycos 9, the planetary gravity is just different enough than what you're used to where you're not able to really soften your full descent. You still get your half fall damage if you want to as a reaction, but you aren't able to reduce it any further than that. Uh, Sparks, however, you're able to pretty expertly feather your jump jets at the tail end to all but eliminate fall damage. You still land a little hard, um, but aren't able to, uh, you're not like splat. Okay, good. You're not pancake the way the Kerr is. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't bode well. We're about to be in a fight, too, probably. How's that medic ring of yours? Yeah, it's it's loaded up. I got some heals. Not that loaded, though. 
All right, Kerr, you're going to take 25 points of damage Oof. as you yeah. hit the ground, and in you're going to land prone. Only 25? I'm actually kind of surprised. I was going to say, in all reality, that's a really big drop, and to only, like, you're not even into hit points yet. Pretty pretty good, actually. All Worth right. it. Lycos 9, you're going to take uh, half of that, so uh, 13, or 12, I guess. And Sparks, you're going to kind of land a little hard and take a le- whoa, 11. Yeah. As your knees kind of... 11? It's a 2d6. Because the jet jets aren't made to like completely arrest a fall like that. Right. So you're just kind of using the feather and you still... You're slowed, but not stopped. I'm just imagining Elish at the top of a cliff looking down on us like, <laughs> you <laughs> morons. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't know if he climbed up the cliff with us. John never said. Yeah, no, never I kept that. wondering, but... I, I didn't want to ask in case it was like, yeah, yeah. no, he's better he's than you and everything. <laughs> I can't. I... He's like hidden in the rocks like... Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Shaking his head at us. Can't believe I came on this mission. Yeah, very stealthy. (laughs) Hurling. (laughs) Just splat. (laughs) (laughs) That's basically what we did. So much for the stealth option. We're just going to barrel on in. Hey, we're here to negotiate. 80 foot cliff. Do I have any way to slow my... Well, nope. Here I go. All right. So as you all land, you see Noemi is effectively wrapped up with a almost like a spiderweb looking net that is covering her and pinning her to the stone floor. Uh, You also see four armed and angry looking people. Uh, You see a human of pretty fair looks, uh, male, probably uh, just shy of six feet, and he has a two-handed weapon in hand of some kind, some sort of rifle. There is a Yasoki with a, like, marred and dirty, but otherwise fairly well-to-do kind of outfit, holding a pistol menacingly at the lot of you. Uh, and then there is also an orc and an android. Uh, the orc has pale grayish-green skin and has a pair of uh, basically impact gloves on. Um, to, you know, them as, as charged melee weapons that enhance strikes. Uh, whereas the android holds a, a pretty mean-looking scattergun at the lot of you. We have come to parlay. And go ahead and make diplomacy. 14! <laughs> not terrible, actually. It's not, it's not the worst. Looking into the cave, you can see, like, lights strung up. There's also a number of, like, crates and, like, shipping containers set inside. And a few kind of makeshift bunks. Uh, from around one of the shipping containers comes a Kasatha, clad in a dirtied but still fairly impressive bit of armor. Light armor, but very impressive looking. It kind of has the... It's ornate. It's ornate. Thank you. Man, words. <laughs> well done, Tom. Uh, yeah, ornate looking armor. She has a trio of swords sheathed at her hip. And two of her arms are crossed while the other two sort of... Walk with a casual grace. Is her head uh, green? What's that? Is her head green? Uh, her head is not green. She has a some sort of like cloak or it's like a half cloak kind of wrapped around her shoulders with a very high collar. So her lower part of her face is obscured by it. No bandanas. Joel will be disappointed. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> she walks forward and says, Visitors, how interesting... And who might you lot be? I am Lycos 9, and these are my companions. We are 
recent arrivals to this planet. Ah, it was your savior pods that landed recently. Yes. Well, welcome to Risk. And she <laughs> spreads out all four of her arms in like a grand gesture. How is my tiny world treating you? Not well. But I'm sure you're quite aware of that. She is a harsh mistress and she keeps like approaching as she does so. Uh, as she gets closer, you can see along her long hairless head a few mostly healed scars from probably looks like a claw mark or something uh, extending down from the crown to just above the brow. And she has a pair of piercing blue eyes. Oh, you're moving over towards the, the captain? I'm, I'm going between her and the captain. All right. As you begin to move, the other four of them, like all their weapons train on you. I just kind of hold my hand out to cool. Kerr. Don't. Just hold on. I'm very tense. <laughs> to what do I owe the pleasure? We came to Parlay. We may have a way off this world, but we would need some of your resources to do so. As far as I can tell, we were all stranded here, and you may like egress off this planet as well. If we combine resources, it's to the benefit of all of us. Interesting. Very interesting. Please tell me more about your method of egress. I can't divulge too many details. As you might understand, giving up too much of our information is, plays our hand. But we have a functional ship. And you thought to give it to me? No. How perfect. No. For a variety of reasons, it is not ours to give. But we can share it getting off this world. Drop you off somewhere neutral. But use our combined resources to get the ship in the air. Space. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> First one, then the other, my lad. Yes. This is a uh, temporary alliance. As I'm sure you have people that have been weakened by this world who are hurt and injured. If we work together, we don't unnecessarily burn resources trying to fight each other. We can combine what meager things we have, put them together, and get out of here. No need to fight. No need to fight, perhaps, but a a great desire for it. Isn't battle just the, the that certain spice that makes life really worth living? It, oh. Frequently, I would agree. However, there's more than just us on the line here and our personal desires to maybe engage in fisticuffs. A creature after my own heart, then. Well, a wager, perhaps. You lot can elect a champion, and if I am bested in combat, then we will combine our resources. If I am victorious and find you worthy, then I will, as my word is a free captain... Drop you and yours off at the nearest habitable spaceport, and we will, of course, take your ship. I mean, that's sort of well, without saying yes. Yeah. No, you will not be. The ship is not yours. Uh, as you say this, uh, like her little group of crew starts kind of chuckling, and she says, Dear lad, that's the great thing about piracy. If you want something, you just take it. And the fact that you have practically brought this information to me i am certainly thankful for oh but you don't know where it is and i guarantee you will never find it and we're not telling there are conditions to our agreement you must meet those conditions or you're not getting on the ship make perception checks everyone okay, uh, I, know I was gonna say no i mean you've got a penalty to yours because you're rubbed to the ground <laughs> how much is my penalty uh minus four 21 19 
four for at this. Lycos's hackles are up enough that um, if he any, any aggressive movement, he's like attuning solar and activating all of his like combat abilities. Okay, That's, especially like with her basically tied down. I am very much ready to kick somebody's butt. Thirteen perception. Okay, fourteen total for me. Fourteen. All right, so Lycos and Kerr. Uh, just kind of surveying the situation. Uh, while the five of them have been in the cave talking to you, uh, another six of them are on top of the ship with lines of fire, and they're all armed with projectile weapons. The I can see behind the captain, right? Yeah, behind the captain is further into the storage cave. To her men, she says, If any but the Vesk move, kill the lot of them. So I can move? She says, she draws one of her swords and says, You and me, big gal. I'm going to walk over to the captain. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get the captain up out of the web. All right. You go about four steps and a blade grazes your back. Can I hit her with my tail? Well, she's cutting you first. 16 points of damage. Nomi yells out, kick her ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I have to do math. The place where I've erased stamina points is so thin. That's why I got a new sheet because I was running that same problem. I was racing through the sheet. Wait. Okay. So what was it? 16? 16. Okay. Hold on. I gotta keep track of it in my ring too. Can I attack her now? Yes. So, new shiny Kadashko attack. Okay. Are you using the metal side or the plasma side? Um, I'm gonna go with blade side. Okay. All my numbers have changed. Hold on. <laughs> That's what happens when you level up. Okay. 14 to attack. All right. So as you swing, the swing looks like it's sort of flying true, and then suddenly it shudders to a stop as about four inches off of her body you see a shimmering um, bright blue like suit of armor appear over her as it does so the wrap around her face uh, kind of shudders and falls away and she has a look of like twisted pleasure around her exposed face kinky she takes another swing at you Ooh. can i dodge uh she critically hits oh i'm already like almost dead what you got for me i've got 26 points of damage Woo. Uh, like this, make a, a perception or arcana. No, arcana is not a thing. Mysticism check. 13. You recognize her armor as Salarian armor. Do I know what that means? Uh, she shares a similar power set to your comrade, but where his is a spear, hers is armor. So she has a, a wicked looking kind of bastard sword length weapon, kind of a hand and a half sword held in both of her right hands uh, that she's cutting you with. Can I attack her again? Oh, what, how does that crit look when, when she hits you? Oh, um, in her hands, right? Yes. Right hands. She's holding it in two of her. It's a, like a two-handed weapon. I had swung forward with my dashko, and it had gotten stopped, so I'm a little bit surprised, and I had still had my arms sort of extended, so she slashes me against my arms. Okay. Yeah, you're, out. you're back up. I want to do two attacks. Okay. Yeah, it's a full attack action. That's doable. Okay. Uh, minus four to both of them. Do I roll them both at the same time? Yeah, you can. That's fine. Not good for either of them. She's kicking my ass. Um, 19. That'll miss. And 13. Also miss. Yeah. All right. She dodges under your guard, and then with her open hands, she makes fists with both of them and sort of pulls down. Uh, you're pulled flat to the ground by just a sheer crushing force of gravity. What's up, Captain? Uh, it knocks the breath from your lungs and pins you there. And she's sort of like shimmering with kind of spatial distortion as she does. She begins stalking you over to Kerr, sort of shaking her head sadly like she's going to deliver a... A killing blow. Am I pinned like I can't move or I'm just on the floor? You're pinned like you can't move. Uh, what do the rest of you do? So what's the 
kind of combat setup of what's going on in the cave. They they're all still on the far end. We have our backs to the ranged guys, right? Her crew has you more or less surrounded, um, but they're kind of just watching the fight. It seems like the captain likes to duel, and they're used to watching the captain fight. So they're all kind of just waiting for either the captain's orders to engage or the fight to be over. At the can we since you've you've been kind of role playing through with Lisa, could we back up and see? At the beginning, I'm going to try to see if Noemi's telepathy is active, if I can basically talk to her mentally. You'd have to sort of get her attention somehow so she can initiate it, but... Can I try a sleight of hand? Yeah, I'll allow it. Seven. <laughs> okay, what do you do to try to get her attention? Mostly just kind of like head movements. All right, Noemi, make a perception check to see if you can pick up on his uh, subtle motions. Nine. Okay. <laughs> That is higher than my sleight of hand. <laughs> I was actually kind of setting a DC in, in subtracting, but... Oh, and am I supposed to have a minus four on my perception still? Not for this. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, so you're not going to be able to get her attention right away. Okay. Um, yeah, I was going to say, though, while we're here, can I try... Um, even though I'm pinned, am I still, I'm still able to perform some of my magic? You can't do anything with somatic components. Okay. The net that's holding her is electronic, right? It's electrified. Electrified. Okay. So I have this overload thing that I might be able to like short something out. Okay. What's so, short out? Uh, electronic device, including most ranged energy weapons, melee weapons with a powered special property or a single armor upgrade. That I would say the net would fall in, into that category. Okay. Um, it's a it touch attack, though. It lets me do it if I have the remote hack ability. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So hey. that's cool. what I'm hoping I might be able to short out the net that's holding her and then maybe get Noemi in the fight. So make a wisdom check real quick. Oh, that's not very good. Well, I know they said, like, shoot anybody that moves. What if the net moves? <laughs> yeah, all right. They so, might notice it de-electrify, I think is what he's having him. Yeah. So ghost sound doesn't, it's just a standard action. It doesn't have anything about being... A what, touch or anything like that. What are its components? It doesn't list. I should say components of VSM. Nope. Hmm, I wonder if that's still a thing. I don't know. I was just kind of assumed it is. It was Wisdom nope. of Seven, by the way. Okay. Yeah, you don't get any special hints for it Wisdom says Seven. just you do this thing. You get this thing. This is the result. What are the symbols at the top? A uh, weird lightning bolt and ball thing. Oh, that's if they're Technomancer or Mystic. Yep. Mm. Could I argue for a passive perception to see if there's any better targets for such a, an yeah. ability around? It does not make specification on components anymore at all. Let me... Um, but it, it's, no, it's not anywhere. Okay, so you can cast spells, but let me say you're distracted because you're pinned to the ground. In this case, it's not really optimal spell casting. Uh, so you'll need to make a, a check in order to do so. Okay, what kind of check? Like a will save or something? Is it concentration? It is concentration, but I'm just trying to double check what that means in this system. I feel like if I'm up. pinned to the ground, I have a lot of time to go. Well, I have nothing else to distract <laughs> me. It just hears me and some dirt. This is all I can do. I'm going to do it. <laughs> all right. I'm going to say you can. You have to make a check of um, basically your spellcasting modifier plus your d20. Uh, but so, also, you can also make a wisdom check before you do anything. Okay. I'll do a wisdom check first. Uh, seven. Okay. So uh, I, no special GM idea. description. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, 16 for my... Okay, that would be sufficient to cast spells if you want to. Okay. My plan is to use ghost sound to make the sound of one of those giant, awful lizard things outside the cave. Okay. You remember, you only have like a 
45 foot range there. Correct. Okay. Gotcha. But we're only like, what, 10 feet into this cave, right? Yeah, you're just on the sort of the cave mouth right. there. Yeah. But you, they can see all the sort of appropriate areas. I'm just but making it, sure it's clear. Yeah. But like, I imagine a cave mouth is going to be reasonably, like their vision isn't going to be like, they can't see everywhere. Okay. I'm just trying to make them be like, oh, crap. Maybe there's one of those big monsters around here somewhere. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Maybe it'll be echoey. It's a cave. Oh. Yeah, I'm planning on sending it outside of the cave, not inside of the cave, because obviously there wouldn't be one of these inside of the cave. Sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> the captain is stalking over towards Kerr. Uh, Kerr is pinned to the ground. Lycos was unable to get Noah's attention for a psychic communication. Captain's walking over. What are you guys doing? Are you executing your various plans, or what's the... So you're doing ghost sound? Rawr. Okay. Does does the captain look like she's going to kill Kerr? That's what it looks like, yes. Can I do anything? Uh, no. How far away are we from the captain and from Kerr? Probably about 20, 30 feet. If that's the case, I'm assuming I'm a, a capable of a tuning photon in this moment. I mean, it, it, it basically would be I'll give you like, like, part of my action. I'll give you like one level of attunement, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just I'm able to start the attunement. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Lycos kind of activates his, um, kind of wreathes his spear in flames as he flies at, uh, jumps at the captain and just attacks her. Okay. Oh boy, here we go. And then, like, his circuits start to glow as he's a tuning photon. Damn it. We're <laughs> all rolling really yeah, badly today. Pretty bad. That's <laughs> gonna be AC 13. All right, it scrapes against her energy armor. Uh, she turns and throws a pair of hands at you and shoves you back. However, make a con or will save. Well, all right. Your own insight into the mysteries of the Solarian arts make it so instead of being thrown from the cave into the jungle below, you're just sort of buffeted back a bit. She sees this and sort of assesses your weapon and releases her grip on Kerr, where a electronet sudden like swiftly replaces it. And she uh, as she stalks towards you like us nine, she says, "Well, this ought to be a bit more interesting," and draws a second sword. You mean a third one? Because she had two when she was fighting me. No, she had a single sword and held in two hands. Ah. The roar goes up and everyone sort of starts, but nobody pays too much attention to it. Sparks, are you doing anything? Sparks is confused as what to do here. I don't know. Okay. How close together are all of the pirates standing? <laughs> uh, they're fairly well spaced, okay. uh, usually about five to ten feet away from one another. Oh, okay. So you might be able to catch a couple of them in a micro-missile barrage. That's but what I was thinking, yeah. It also seems that the duel is keeping the rest of them from attacking. If you guys become a lot more outwardly hostile, then it's probably going to be an all-out thing where you are outgunned from. Right. My plan, um, I don't know if we need to go into rounds or whatever, but my plan on my next turn is to try to use Jolting Surge to get this stupid Electronet off me. Okay, sounds my good. My plan is to heal using my Combat Medics Ring if I'm Can allowed. you look up uh, defensive, like fighting defensively? Uh, minus four to attack plus two to AC. How high is the ceiling in here? About 40 feet. All right, so... Am I allowed to heal? Yes, you can, he- you can heal. Okay, I wasn't sure if I... Because you said I couldn't do anything before. You're, you can heal, but you're, like, you can't move okay. effectively. I'm going to heal. Is all she's doing is drawing. Is it my turn again? Or? Yeah, she's walking towards you with kind of like a, a cocky air about her. Uh, her weapons are ready, but not like brandished right now. Right, well, I can't do what I... All right, so basically, as she's kind of approaching him, as a standard action, he activates his corona. So kind of blue flame just kind of erupts around him in an aura. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he holds the 
spear in front of him as a ready to action because that was his standard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he can't he can't attack her. Mm-hmm. But basically he's like uh, ready to kind of it's it's a defensive position, but it's not gonna give any mechanical benefit. Uh but he's ready for his next action or her attack to kind of uh engage in combat. But the minute she uh because he's attuned, the minute she's within like five feet of him, she starts taking damage. Okay. Isn't that interesting? She says as she darts forward. You're not surprised by her quickness, but you are impressed by it. Uh, you saw her move faster than you would otherwise expect as she engaged with Kerr. Mm-hmm. Uh, she brings both of her weapons to bear. Uh, AC 23, AC 19. Uh, yes. Sorry, uh, AC 18 was the second one. Yes. Okay. Uh, so 13 and 8, so 21 total between two hits. All right. And then she's going to take some damage on the kickback from the fire. <laughs> yeah. Six. All right. All right. Uh, then I go full attack. Okay. It's going to be AC 14, AC 12. All right. So what's your, what's your barrage of strikes look like? So um, he's kind of going to like what looks more like a kata. So he's kind of spinning the spear. And so like, I mean, it's even like coming around, like flipping around his neck and trying to kind of uh, hit her from unexpected sides and angles. He's not just stabbing at her. He's using even kind of... It's still basically doing piercing damage, but using it as like a slashing weapon at times. Okay. Uh, just kind of keeping it constantly spinning and moving. Uh, for the moment, she seems to kind of have your number, uh, pairing your strikes with her various swords. And he photon attunes another level, so he's glowing brighter. Okay. Uh, she burns as she engages, continues in melee with you, but uh, despite the fact that she seems to be like sweating uncomfortably uh, from the heat, because uh, it's still doing stamina effectively, uh, she he, she keeps pressing her attack, a flurry of strikes from her swords. So she misses on both. What's that look like? So uh, the his it's kind of like flashes of sparks, his spear kind of comes up and knocks each of the blades away, kind of creating almost like a barrier of energy around him as it's spinning quickly enough. Okay. All right. I'm going to try a full attack again. Uh, second one's going to be better. Uh, AC 18. First, the other one's too low to hit. Okay. Uh, that will hit. Seven, nineteen, twenty damage. Ooh, nice. Not bad. Oh yeah, if I hit her twice. <laughs> All right. It grazes beneath her energy armor and basically cuts a gash across her her physical armor. Uh, she takes a step back. Oh, and he's now fully attuned, so he's blazing light. She says, "Fun, but a shame to be over so soon." And then. Two of her hands kind of grip close fist and pull downwards. Uh, make a f- fort or will save. Maybe 25. Okay. So you're able to resist her kind of gravity crush. How do you do that? Uh, so the the gravity kind of starts to seem like it's trying to pull down on him. And his light just kind of like flares out and pushes like the graviton energy away. And he goes, yeah, that would be a shame. How is she looking health-wise? I know you said she's still basically in stamina, but I mean... Like she's a little bit scorched from where you uh, cut her, but that's really sort of the first damage she took other than sort of your your burns. I also wasn't like, I mean, this planet's damaging. I wasn't sure if she was kind of like eh, already coming into the fight. No, all the pirates actually look pretty hale. Um, of course they do. Much, <laughs> more, much more so than the, the crew of the Black Star. All right, um... Oh, and she need did she take fire damage that round? She didn't attack you that round. Or no, she it doesn't she, matter if she attacks me. She's that's true. She so, backed up a little bit, but I guess we'll check it at the beginning, so go ahead and hit me. Alright, it's gonna be another five fire. 
Okay, got it. So then I close the distance, so she's starting her turn adjacent to me again. Um, and I flurry or uh, do another flurry. The first one's not going to hit at all. The second one's going to be AC 17. All right, that's, gonna, that's going to miss as well. It grazes against her Solarian armor. Not her AC. <laughs> she swings back with a couple of strikes, but you're able to parry them back. Right. Her small, her one-handed sword is kind of darting out like viper quick, while the two-handed blade is like big reaping swings. All right, she takes another eight points of fire damage. Okay, oh, man, I'm gonna get her on attrition of it. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> She's gonna have little grill marks. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just debating if I want to Kamehameha waiver or not. I think I'm gonna stick with this because it's at least attrition. No to both. They're both going to be too low. Okay. Uh, what's that look like as she's... So basically at this point, um, yeah, Lycos is still kind of blazing with light with this corona of fire around him and his spears kind of... They're both just... I guess it's like a high-end Jedi fight. They're both just kind of constantly deflecting each other's blows at this point with... They've both kind of gotten at least one or two hits in, but uh, lately they seem to be kind of evenly mashed as every time one of her blades comes out, he kind of deflects it with the butt of his spear at the tip. And then when he kind of gets his spear out, she turns it away with one of her swords. But there's basically like this like almost like flurry of light from his spear and her kind of glowing armor, which is shifting around as her arms move. All right, she launches or she takes damage from the, on your her turn, but then launches backwards. Nine, cool. Uh, then seems to sort of plant her feet off of thin air and launch herself back at you in a lunging strike, uh, hitting you twice once with each of her weapons okay for 14 and eight damage so 22 between the two of them okay how are you looking i just got i just burned through my stamina okay looking uh she's looking gassed but not like seriously wounded yet like bloodied um she's almost out of stamina mechanically if i uh solar flare her i want to make sure that like (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna burn another round getting back up all right did you do the fire damage? Or is that oh my right? god, I rolled a 20. Woo! Woo! Yeah, th- threw the 9 at him. Okay. All right, so the, yeah, 20, and the other one's going to miss. Okay. So. All the dice. That's, that's not a crap thing. Well, no, but. <laughs> Just keep adding dice. All right, so there's going to be 10, 17, 29 physical. Actually, no, it's all fire. Never mind, because of his plasma sheet. Mm-hmm. Plus 33, and then an additional six burn. So 39 damage in one hit. Okay, way to go. Solid. So how's that look? So basically, as she kind of like lunges back at him with her attack, he just kind of holds his spear up like she's a charging bear. And she just kind of, she hits him with the blades, but the spear just gouges right into her, uh, like hitting a vital spot. Uh, Like blood gushing out of her side. She is surprised by this tactic and coughs up a little gout of blood. Her one free hand goes from like a closed fist to an open hand and just a a shudder of gravity knocks the two of you away. As you take another step to re-engage, uh, she holds up her free hand and says, Enough! Well fought! And uh, kind of takes her free hand and waves to her uh, crew. You can hear guns sort of uh, de- de-energizing and being lower and they all sort of lower them. And she says... He drops the corona, mm-hmm. but he's, until you call it otherwise, is maintaining his attunement. Okay. Uh, just 
he's unsure of what of what this is, but he's at least not appearing actively threatening. So he's still blazing in light, but the fire corona has dropped from around him. She sheathes her weapons, and then two of her hands kind of go to the spot where you've wounded her, um, clearly holding it pretty tenderly. And she says, ah, you, you fought well, like us nine, was it? Yes. Voltena Aranju, captain of the Drift's Edge. Are you a fan of intoxicants? When they work. Then step into my chambers. We should have a drink and a word. She turns to her crew, and as she does so, she takes her cloak and sort of re-wraps it loosely around her face. Uh, you can still see sort of the, the hint of her mouth above the, the high collar. And she says, get these folks up intended to. I'm going to speak with this one. We need to talk about getting off this rock. Lycos nods. And when it seems like there is at the moment, there's no more hostilities. He drops the attunement. So the, the, the light from his wires just all kind of dim. All right. And that's where we're going to end for tonight. So thank you for joining us on this episode. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at die by the dice. Email us die by the dice at gmail.com. Leave a review on your podcast listening method of choice. Please five stars. And then if you could recommend us to a friend, that would be fantastic. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. <laughs>